there, we don't ever friends underestimate the power of a great amendment and the power of a great do-over. Okay, just that. Like, I don't know that that would have influenced or changed anything. However, if that step hasn't happened or didn't, it's never too late to do a do-over. Oh golly, I've done do-overs like long overdue. It's never too late. And not from a place of shooting. So I'm not, I'm not saying you should do anything. I'm just, I just, this is also for everyone here as well to get that the power of amendments and do-overs where we recognize, oof, my pride really didn't wanna, my, my prize had me freeze in that moment. Or, or my, my egoic tendency, um, I, felt, I, felt I felt shame. I felt such a flash of shame, I froze and I didn't say anything. I felt pride and shame. So I froze, I didn't say anything. And when I, anything, anytime I spill milk, I do my best to, cat, to clean it up. And sometimes the milk is curdled. Sometimes it's gross after like a while. So it's harder to clean up and I do my best and go back with shop vacs and sponges and scrubbies. So, so don't ever think that you can't ever go back and, and ask for a do-over or say that I see something differently now. If I had a do-over in that scene four months ago, you know, I see how I would have said something differently. May I have a do-over? May I, may I clean up a misstep and a misspeak on, on my side? Just, just as, just, just saying, like that's always, always doable and possible. The other great gift that one of my teachers, Byron Katie, gave me is that other people absolutely have the right to their story of you. It is the birthright of all of humanity to run any story they want about you. And it's our work. It's our work to get what is it within us that that is feeling so... Um, why is that so painful? Because if you know the truth of who you are, then there's something, there's something that it's really poking at you. And that to me is my work. When something pokes at me, if somebody's story, if someone's story about me has me up at night, really upset, talking to others, getting validation about my view versus the other person's story about me, that's where I have my work cut out for me. That's, that's my golden work and that's my deepest work. The question I like is when, when there's a big event in my life, I always love to, I like the contemplation. I don't know where it's gonna lead me, okay? So I don't, I don't have a, I'm not listening for, oh, this is like, I have no idea. I do know that I like the insight question. Where and when do I ever remember consciously in this lifetime experiencing anything similar? Can I find, is there any, did anything similar like this ever happen in a young, in a different chapter in my life? Or who does this person remind me of? That's another really great insight question that I love, right? I remember that you are the, the, the heroes and the heroines of your, of your soul, soul journey in this lifetime. And you're going to have mentors and villains, perceived villains and comrades and, and friends to travel with like the whole nine yards, like any good movie story or fairy tale. Yeah. So I, I always, I'm always curious when we have like a villain in the story, does this, does that villain remind you of any, anyone else or anything else that has you've experienced in your life? A beautiful illustration of what is bothersome to the type three. That, 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 that being viewed incorrectly, right? The, you know, how one is seen through the lens of another can feel like devastating torture. 
Whereas for other types, it's experienced differently. So I hear very much the soul journey of the three in this story. Like it's like the perfect, it's the perfect poke for a three. For an mm -hmm. eight, for an eight, it would be a very different relationship with this storyline. For a three, and I have a very strong three wing. I, in fact, when I test on Enneagram, uh, the, th the three comes in as a very close second to a four. So I really, really get that has been my lifelong work is being okay in the face of uh, misunderstanding or misinterpretation or being, you know, in the firing squad by others. It was very, very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable journey to feel misperceived or misunderstood or misread and having to reconcile that and resolve that, um, I really, I really understand that that journey. And whatever there is to, um, to communicate, having our language and our communications, what it is we want to express, what is the you know staying staying coming from the clear mind, the warm heart. That doesn't mean we're uh, softening things. We're just being straightforward, direct. This is, this is the experience. This is the culture in the office. This is the impact on us. And this is what the changes that we would like to see moving forward. It's three parts. This is the, this is, this is what our, this is the perception of our experience. This is the impact on us, how it impacts me. And this is my request moving forward. To, to when, there's, when there's something that's not working, those are the three steps, that's the progression. What, what my perception is, what is the impact, why this is challenging, right? What it prevents us from accomplishing or doing or being, how does it limit? And here's, here are some requests so that things, life can work for everyone. And, and it's always important to state what is our intention. So that's, so these three steps, you may be able to define your intention after it is the intention that we, when I say intention, it's like your conviction statement. The intention is that we have a collaborative, uplifting, harmonious work environment, all of us together, a harmonious work environment that works for everyone. You see how inclusive that is. And let's see, and this is the barrier to that. Here's what we think would, we would like to request shifts so that we can fulfill on our intention together. And so stating up front, the intention of this letter is so that we all together can have a work environment that is harmonious, uplifting, collaborative, connected, and that works for everyone. And that includes this, this other person. That includes everyone. So you're, you're setting the stage from the highest mind and the highest heart. Intention is the language of, your, of the holy ideas of the mind, your highest mind and your high heart in action, in writing. And then let's break down, here are some barriers and here are the requests we have so that we can fulfill Boop, on this intention, a work environment and a work culture that honors and works for everyone. Comb through 20 passes to pull out the um, anything that's not newspaper headline 
quality. Newspaper pulling out uh, extra emotion, staying factual and describing the impact. So that you're, the clarity of your mind, the clarity of your heart is there expressed in language. Okay. So, so yeah, so when you state the intent of something, the, the, who you take this to will hear it. Who they take it to will see right here. This is this intention is not about getting you in trouble. It's about creating an environment that works for everyone. 